Really? Thanks. So pulling in the survivor, we're in the elements. Shane is out here. Uh, guys, welcome to episode three of LRG's Scotty Survivor coverage. I'm Naomi. I'm here with my co-host, Lee. Lee, how you doing? What's going on? Uh, doing good. I don't know if you can tell by the t-shirt, but I went to Scribble Showdown, the Ireland edition, Ooh. over the Easter break. Had a fun time. Lost my ID card, so I'll have to apply for a new one. <laughs> And Look, the, is, is it a real party unless you lose your ID or lose your phone or your wallet? Come on. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are having fun. Uh, I'm good. Shane is with us. Shane has uh, to go soon. So we're just going to start talking about the madness that is this episode. Shane, you want to clue us in on how chaotic this was? Like Govind needed to um. be? It was it was disaster. Um, sorry, I'm just moving so I don't disturb the people that were sitting in that little alcove with me. Um, it was disaster. What do you what do you specifically want to know? Um, I, I think like how how fast did this all go down? Because obviously, fast. like this is this is chaos. But you know, I'm watching this change from you know it might be Nadia, it might be Tina, to it might be Ricky, to all of a sudden it's Joe, and then like. How how fast was this all sort of hitting the fan? So Ricky, fa- okay, so I got to be honest, this was edited a little bit like for cohesion, a little bit out of order. So they actually found out about Tina and Nadia before the challenge results on Friday. And then, so that's when things started and then they lost on Sunday morning. So like everything was fine Sunday morning and like, like nothing was really happening but then ricky's called them out on sunday morning and then then it just shit hit the fan from sunday morning to tuesday night it was disaster 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 like i don't think i've ever seen anything like that where every single name was thrown out except for maybe vivian and i can't believe vivian's name wasn't thrown out i i, I mean that out of all the people who sort of skated by i was shocked it was vivian but good for her what great gameplay. Uh, Lee, what do you want to talk about with our lovely host? Hello, Govin. Welcome to the show. What should we talk about? Um, I think we should probably mention the biggest scandal that is probably the biggest showmance of the season, Jay Lee. <laughs> Not a showmance. Um, Not a showmance. <laughs> I think this is so, proof. so wrong. Yeah. I don't know if you guys went through this in high school where it's like, um, guys and girls can't be friends unless they're dating. This is pretty much a a perfect example. It's like a guy and girl can't be close or friendly with each other unless they're dating. The societal pressures of heteronormativity. I mean, it's 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 messed up, you know. Like I I when it came out of nowhere, I was shocked. And then for it to actually have an effect when clearly it didn't really seem to be that strong of a bond. I mean, correct me, maybe go over and chain if I'm wrong, but it didn't strike me as like that strong of an actual bond between the two of them. No, Haley has always been like, I'm going to do what's best for me. And yeah, she was close with Joe, but like not to the level that they, like they had playing, they've been playing this game for 10, 11 days. Mm-hmm. Go in. <laughs> I know you got briefed before tribal council and you basically got filled in like of all the shit that's gone down. How are you feeling going into tribal council? Uh, so when I show up, I'm very out of sorts because it's clear like Shane and another executive producer on our end, TJ, 
are having the time of their lives figuring out what's about to happen. And I'm just like, everything's gone way over my head. And then I, I get briefed and I'm like, okay, so now we have to figure out a way that we can ask questions very pointedly mm -hmm. until it gets to what we see from then like Parker and Joe at the end of it, where it's like, are you calling me a liar, sir? So like, we're trying to work towards that point where we can get some sort of reaction because we know Joe's about to like leave, but Joe also has more to say before he's about to like be on his way. Yeah. Lee, what did you think of, of Parker and Joe, the the battle? Was it really a battle? <laughs> it just kind of seemed like some guy calling out like, yeah, you're just a walking contradiction as the host loved telling us every <laughs> recap about Parker. And hopefully him watching this, he realizes, yeah, you kind of are this type of person and you do lie in the game it's survivor who doesn't come into the game and expect to tell the truth besides people who don't get netted or last long enough to lie uh i mean there were some things that like didn't even make the edit because we just didn't have it like we stopped filming at a certain point because parker was like straight up yelling at joe like it got to a point where i was like okay we're turning the cameras off like this is like i like no <laughs> um and you'll see in the next episode there's a whole parker bit like just about him and honesty like just about parker just uh, just parker give me this morning so so i'm curious to know from your guys perspective what saves nadia and tina in this moment is it the work that they put in is it vivian's perspective like what turns the tides to keep Tina from being the one that might be voted out here? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Govin, but Ricky desperately did not want to vote with the five, but only did so because it was clear that Vivian was not going to flip. And so he did not want to go to rocks. Um, and so he was not willing to go to rocks for Joe at all. I like clearly their bond wasn't that strong enough to like do that he just wanted Tina out more, but like, I don't know, Joe and Ricky had like Rocky history. So it's not like they were as close as Tina made it out to be in her like reveal, whatever, um, which was hilarious. But um, yeah, no, it, it really just came down to like, it. nobody wanted to go to rocks and that's what it was going to be. And Vivian wasn't willing to flip because she wanted Ricky all to herself, which great power for her. <laughs> Yeah, no, 100% I think it's Vivian. Uh, Vivian also connected with Nadia, as you saw a little bit in that, uh, a little bit of a tease that Ricky, Vivian, and Nadia were all part of the same like entrepreneurship fellowship uh, here on campus. So with that connection there, I think it's very little, like everybody was fine voting out Tina, but I don't think people want to do that because they've built up this relationship with Nadia. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the... Vivian had a perspective in this episode that I completely agree with in Survivor, which is, I will worry about this connection down the line. It doesn't affect me right now. Because I, I think Ricky was a little uh, gun ha trigger happy. Like, he's a little like, oh, let me get this person out right now. It's like, but you have a voting block. Why are we so worried about uh, what's going on? Um, although I thought it was very funny, this episode, how, like, Parker was sort of trying to stay in the mix and Parker got left out almost immediately if I was remembering correctly like they were the pink tribe and suddenly it was like oh we don't care anymore we're, we're, go we're going we're going to new places um but 
I really appreciated Nadia's gameplay this round and Vivian's gameplay this round. And as we've seen on Real Survivor, the people who are willing to stick to it often don't go to rocks. Lee, who was your like MVP of the week in this situation? Um, definitely Nadia and Vivian. Mostly Vivian, but Nadia is like side person as well. Because <laughs> Vivian definitely had the most control in this try. Like she convinced Ricky, like I'm not going to rocks. She like kind of kept Parker somewhere on the loop and kind of had to tie on him. And then Nadia with like the quick think thinking, Jesus, thinking of immediately messaging Vivian when they got caught being like, oh, I just happened to meet Opatina. We have mutual friends to make make Vivian kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> the quick lie, the quick yeah. lie. Um, guys, so I guess my other question about this tribal council is what did Joe have any like say or was he like, a little more not present because I, I I'm curious how it all fell on to Joe and maybe not Lauren as much. Is it you know Ricky just really wanted to? Well, Ricky really wanted to keep Joe. Is it to weaken Ricky? Is it that Joe didn't really participate and so he was just the easy vote? Like what made Joe kind of the the person who ended up getting the boot? Um. Well, <laughs> it it came a lot of things. Yeah. Um, well, Joe and Ricky started scrambling and went to like everybody you know with Joe. And so as soon as Joe started spreading information about Nadia and Tina, those two were set on him. And Vivian didn't really care either way. So she just was like, whatever. And Parker got irritated that Ricky was a leak, even though honestly, if Parker is caring about honesty, he should really care about Tina and Nadia. But that's another story. Um, but yeah. Um, so then it was going to be Haley for a hot minute because Parker was like, well, I see Joe hasn't been lying to me, but then he was like, no, but Joe's too smart. He knows exactly what to say. And he has a strong alliance with Ricky. So yeah, pretty much. The lying. Go, Govin, I want to know how you feel about lie the lying and Parker sort of uh, distaste for it because Shane and I have talked about it a little bit, but Govin, what do you think about the idea of trying to play an honest game and then immediately failing at playing an honest game? I love it. I think it's wonderful TV. I think it's uh, uh, really, really difficult to do uh, what Parker's trying to do, but I, I'm I'm of the belief that like in Survivor, the fewer lies you like explicitly try to tell, the better, because that can oftentimes get people to catch you and then uh, get a lot of distrust in you. I think if you are truly trying to play with explicit transparency, that's commendable. Uh, but in the way that Parker's trying to do it, he's trying to like catch other people in their lies, then lie a little bit himself, and then point fingers at other people's lies rather than his own lies, and then defend himself rather than just apologizing for the lies he's actually saying. So I, I, I think it's like, um, I, I think the strategy can work. I just think he's pulling it off very poorly. Uh, I want to talk about the decision to swap at this moment in time. Um, did you guys feel like maybe last season was a little more stagnant and now this was the time to mix things up? And, and did you expect it to go kind of as crazy as it went? <laughs> no. But, yeah, no, in, in regards to your, your question, uh, I, I think Shane talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, that, like, last season it was, like, Balder, Ogin. Like, we got a little bit at the end there with, like, the final four not being, like, all of one tribe. But it, for a good portion of the game, people are sticking to tribe lines 
which makes sense when you spend like 30 40 days in like one grouping like you are going to get close to those people more so than other people um but we wanted things to switch up as quickly as we could here and then in mm. addition to that we knew that there are all these different bonds we knew the moment we get people swapped onto different groups um one of those bonds are going to come to light it will either be tina nadia it'll be joe uh ricky it'll be abby vivian it will be junique lauren depending on like who is still left in the game um and we got that exactly as planned yeah yeah pretty much exactly that and too like i don't know with with this kind of cast we just knew that they were going to be crazy and so we figured as much swap and like craziness that we can get from them let's just do it while we can like well i would have loved and also from me from an editing perspective doing three tribes for a really long time um it, it's really hard to pull off just because you have to have so much like content so oh, it yeah. also was like a strategic decision on my end to to kind of shorten it into two just because from an editing perspective like i have to do much less work um to kind of put an episode out so well not really not in this case i say that no. but not here <laughs> Not, not with this with cast. No. And honestly, it didn't really change much, but I thought it would. So, mm. well, Lee, are there any other highlights from the other tribe that you want to talk about? Brandy, is there anything that you want to discuss with them while we have Shane and Govan here? Uh, the introduction of Randy the dog. <laughs> Love Randy. I'm Team Randy for sure. Uh, I guess just. I bet that tribe. Well, I'm trying to think what's important about that other tribe. <laughs> what is world? I think the Ail and Xavier relationship is really fun. That like, people people are sort of catching on. They might know, but these two oh, boys. They oh, they, yeah, they know. God, they think they're so good at Survivor. I love them. They are killing me. <sighs> oh my god. No, they they definitely think that they're playing super sneaky under the radar. Everybody knew about them. Like it was. Like, it was so obvious right away. And, like, A-all. And you'll see this, like, they're, like, they'll they'll start scheming. They'll try to build, like, alliances to, like, hide that they know each other. And everybody's, like, what the hell are they doing? Like, it's so obvious. Um, so, yeah. No, that killed me. And just, like, yeah. To me, I forgot to, like, put, like, a little sign. But, like, Valen, like, being, like, oh, yeah. Like, I feel really good with the Zaman people. That just blindsided her two hours earlier. Like, huh? Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you that the the Chirons killed me this episode from like oregano hater to uh, number one Discord user. Like you were <laughs> on it this week, <laughs> having fun. I see. Oh no, um, I have to make fun of this cast. Come on, <laughs> they're already doing it to themselves. Hmm. They made it really easy. <laughs> uh, not to like ask too spoiler of a question, but Govin, I'm wondering on the Verandi tribe. Who who holds the power there at this moment in time? Who is like, or maybe who are the more powerful alliances amongst this bunch? Because we haven't seen them vote yet. So I, I don't know for sure, but we have Ayla and Xavier. Who else is starting to form? Yeah, so you have Ayla and Xavier. And then I think wherever Xavier goes right now, you have Nikhil, who is going to be with that as well. We don't really know much at this point as to whether or not Aol is vibing with Nikhil, but we know at least Xavier is vibing with both them individually, right? Mm -hmm. And then otherwise, you have like some Zaman people who are there too still. You have Henry there, you have Valen there, um, both of whom seem to, for some reason, be still trusting Aol. Henry, it makes sense. Valen, less so, but Valen seems to be vibing with them. 
And then you have the others, right? You have people like Abby, <laughs> you have people like Ethan, you have people like Judanique, um, who are vibing in the sense that they're just like, maybe they're too old for like the uh, the young crowd of like people who are just like way too arrogant for their own good. Um, but Ethan, I think, is in an interesting spot here where like everyone seems to like Ethan. Like even AL has a confessional here where AL's like talking about how much she like just like gets along with Ethan. And yes. Ethan, although he's not part of like this like big group that seems to be forming, he seems to have a lot of soft power. Um, so seeing how he navigates that is going to be super interesting. Shane, yeah, I mean, AL and Xavier have the power here. They really do because they're they're creating the group. You know what I mean? They're they're the ones forming this group. I think Ayal specifically gives no fucks about Xavier, though, and is fine with blindsiding him if it were to come to that, um, because he's he's somebody that realizes that Xavier, he thinks that Xavier is as smart as him, and so he doesn't like that when somebody's, you know, as smart as him, which is fair, but also, like, I, I'm just ready for messy, messy Ayal. He's just, he's just such a character. Everything about him is just so funny. Um, I guess there was something else but well i just have to say that Ayal reminds me and this is like a high compliment so much of the survivor maryland male cast member if that makes sense like the soccer <laughs> player the this the that the superman the mastermind like these these guys who like it starts in i think maryland i don't think you get it as much in other games but like they are so cocky in what they're doing they're so confident and like something is gonna happen. Maybe they don't play their idol when they need to. Maybe they like think that they're in, they go to rocks or something. You know, something's gonna go wrong for them. And I, I, you know, no spoilers. Oh, for that, guys, I remember. Really. I remembered why. Why? So they end up calling Aol the Godfather. Um, <laughs> oh, and no. the episode, the episode title this week is the Godfather's word is law. So Ooh. that tells you a lot. Is it? better lee do you think to try and assert control in a tribe of like eight right now or is it better to take a back seat and hope that you can assert control later down the line usually wait to the back and give it time however with this cast <laughs> with these people if you exude confidence and like you're in control and that if you don't want to vote with us you're going to, you're pretty much on the bottom. It works for this cast, especially since a lot of these players tend to not have a mind of their own and tend to just go with the majority. Mm. Especially on the Verandi tribe, a lot of them. I disagree with that. <laughs> I disagree with that. Well, I think, I think Abby's they... turning into like quite the firecracker. Like... Yeah, that's one person. In a Abby is so. I'm. I'm like sitting like right near Abby. Maybe I should just go say hello. Oh, Abby's in the season. What I will say while they uh, while Shane walks over is I think everybody left has a mind of their own. Uh, what's up, Abby? Um, Hi, Abby. Big fans, big fans. The exception. Rooting for you. There, there's like a few people I think here and there. Like right now, so far in this game, I don't see really... uh, Go and say what you're going to say, and then yes, let's talk to Abby. Okay, sounds good. I'm also going to hop off right after this to go meet up with Shane and Abby. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that... Uh, Do you want to know anything from Abby? How was Randy born? <laughs> yeah, where's Randy come from? He comes from my friends in, in undergrad, actually. No, I'm not saying sort of, we got him at a thrift store, and the rest is history. 
Mm-hmm. When, <laughs> when you were sort of finding out more about Joe and maybe his survivor connection, were you surprised to learn that it wasn't as true as it ended up being? I feel really I bad about that. <laughs> I like, well, to be fair, like the, inf- the information that I got was like very not like. I don't know. Stable. Yeah. Concrete. So, like, it wasn't, like, confirmed. So I feel like, really, that was very unnecessary. But I, you know, I wanted to latch on to something. And being on the Green Tribe, like, in this point in time, how are you feeling? Do you remember, you know, this is, like, you just swapped. You just met some new people. Who was the person that you met that you were most excited to spend time with in, in the very first swap? Like, the new person. Oh, like a new person, like not Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Ethan is, if Ethan's your number one, Ethan's your number one. But was there anyone new that you were happy to start working with? I I really liked yeah, Judy just like fun. as a person. Um, so I was glad we swapped together. Um, I obviously wanted to like get to know everyone else, but they weren't really feeling the same about me. I guess so that's why. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, Shane, I know you have to go. I know that. Yeah, I got like a few more minutes, but okay. Um, I think the big question is like, do you think the puppet master, like, is Nadia safe from the puppet master's chaos? That's what I kind of want. No, 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 nobody is safe from the puppet master's chaos. It's taking a backseat. Of course, every, during this time, what's not highlighted in the edit is that everybody is learning about the puppet master. And like, I put in like a one little clip, but everybody is knowing about it now. And there will be a little thing this episode where somebody tries to unmask the puppet master. Oh, uh, girl, what's Parker going to do now? <laughs> it's actually not Parker. Um, it's actually somebody that you probably will not expect it from. Um, Judy Yes, yes. Um, it is from Judy Meek. That's a dude. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually I don't know film. if she actually. I don't actually don't know if she talked about it, which is why I'm saying that. I don't actually don't know if I put it in. Never mind. It well, <laughs> whether or not it's in or not, um, that happened. And um, but yeah, Nadia is not safe from the puppet master's chaos. The puppet master's chaos lives on. Of course, it will, because remember, the puppet master knows that Nadia has the idol. So, yeah, um. It might not come. It might not come this week. It might not come next week. It might not come the week after that. But it's coming. Well, the week after that would be episode six. Is when you said his big puppet master episode. <laughs> no, that would be seven. 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 Copy. Write that down. Lucky number seven. <laughs> well, I Shane, I want to ask you outside of of Abby because I don't want her to spoil anything. But the Abby and Vivian relationship were they talking mm. a lot in oh, this? Like my slide? fucking god, yes. Like nonstop, nonstop. Like okay, so like in our Discord, like it got to the point where like they were blowing up <laughs> our phones so much that like I just made a chat with the three of us because I was like I don't care personally, blow it up. Like that's fine, but the rest of Prod, it was like oh my. Yeah, they're God. Like, like no, like, no, please give me a break. Like, the chat. They had like it was so much. Like they talked so much, and yeah, it was um, no, but like they talked nonstop all the time. Like yeah. maybe it was like it was like maybe like fifteen hours of the day they would be online. Like Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, that's, that's an, the big thing is like that's an exaggeration, but like they I wish they had filmed more together, but like they were constantly, constantly like comparing notes. Mm. And like and eventually like it's gonna become relevant, like because they fucking tell Ethan. 
Well, I was going to say that normally when you play, like, when we see people in College Survivor who know each other and succeed, it's because they do exactly that. They compare notes, but they also keep that shit under wraps. I can think of, they, like... They did. They kept it incredibly under wraps. Yeah. Santi and Doug and, like, Alex and Alex. Like, the people who sort of really keep things on the down low, and that's the key, I think, in College Survivor. If you know someone, don't fucking say anything about it. Um... Obviously, poor <laughs> Tina and Nadia did not have that benefit as they, they were. We, just, uh, we call them Tinadia. 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 They were caught. But I really thought they did a good lie to cover it up. Lee, I don't know about you. I thought the lie was yeah. really great. Get, get it out there. Get the press release out. Oh my God, I just ran into her. Tina is so fucking funny. Her tirade <laughs> about Joe and Ricky knowing each other was so funny just because Joe and Ricky were so clear that they know each other. Yeah. Like, they did not hide it. <laughs> they you couldn't for a second uh not tell me that they were like like they're just as bad as as tina and nadia you know and nobody's bad you you know people in college that's how it is but i love that like tina was not gonna li- take it lying down you know she was like fuck you ricky and fuck your life i'm coming for you <laughs> yeah well the unfortunate thing is that like tina just has no power because yeah. Yeah. like Haley, i think Haley said it right it's like yeah, like, she could, I think it would have been smarter for, like, Tina to vote with the Verandi people and, like, not show her cards this early and, like, or, like, just throw a vote or something and just, like, and, like, kind of, they could have controlled the, uh, the game from two separate alliances without anybody finding out. But her flipping and it just, it just, it just was no. Yeah. That is maybe the big mistake here is, like, being really, really, open to flipping where in another situation I think you could be Nadia and just keep the vote off of Tina and keep her around for like another day you know like yeah and and the thing the thing is like she didn't even bother to get and they're all right she didn't bother to get to know them which is it's just so funny that they're all like we we are so mad that Tina flipped when they were like okay we're voting Tina (laughs) (laughs) the survivor paradox Lee any other things to say before Shane goes off to a mysterious location to meet up with Coben. <laughs> well, we're... Okay, I won't say that, actually. <laughs> uh, what is with episode three and always being a seven-to-one vote? <laughs> okay, but at least it wasn't a boring seven-to-one vote. Yeah, at least it wasn't that. It's, if it had to be unanimous vote, at least it wasn't a boring one. There are There are only a few of those in this season, and at least we brought the drama for this one, so... Yeah. You did. I was thoroughly entertained i had a great time um what can we expect to see next week i know we saw a little preview but you know um less chaos less chaos for sure not not as much chaos <laughs> we need i think break. there will be i think there will be extreme fallout from the you know the the drama but yeah. less chaos this week and then episode five yeah Good luck. It all comes back. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Well, we are happy to let you get out of here. Um, but thank I you. Must... This is a great episode. So uh, I had a ton of fun watching. And uh, I I'm can't wait so to see I'm so glad you enjoyed. All right. Bye. 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 Shane. Okay. And now it's just <laughs> back to classics. <laughs> Let's speculate. What do we think is going to happen? Like, okay. Joe is gone, so Haley's kind of lost somebody. Ricky's lost his power. Nadia, Tina, Vivian cemented an alliance alongside Ricky, kind of. 
And then I don't know what the fuck Parker is doing. But yeah, and then Runjun's there as well. Yeah. What is gonna happen? You know, what what are we doing right now? I should what are, what is Zaman doing right now? Oh god, Zaman, what is with this tribe? <laughs> Even when it's swapped, it's so crazy. I know. Absolute mess. It's def I feel like the only thing we're gonna get from Haley and Runjin is going to be this constant. We need to get out Tina or Nadia, Tina or Nadia. It's yeah. going to be that story from them. Ricky's going to be like, need to get out Tina and Nadia as well. Parker's going to be having an emotional breakdown in the corner somewhere because it's like, how do I tell the truth all the time? Uh, Vivian's going to be on her throne laughing at everyone. I I <laughs> totally agree. I think that like Vivian has this innate ability to stay in control and like she is really coming out on top this this episode. Um, and, and I'm really happy for her that she was able to like weaponize her relationship with Ricky and get what she wanted to without seeming like she was the aggressor. Like she really made everything kind of happen in the way that she needed to. Um, Nadia and Tina, no, I think no, we no. got to talk about their gameplay a little bit. Now it's no fault of theirs for getting caught hanging out. However, it's messy. It's messy when you can prove that they already know each other. You know, like, you might as well be upfront about something like that. Yeah. I think I, I think a problem gonna... they did was, I think Nadia brought Tina in too quickly. Yes. To, like, make an alliance of five. I think they should have kept it 4-4. Four, four. They had a, Nadia and Parker had this fake alliance with the Verandi people. They should have pretend, oh, yeah, we're on your side. We'll split the votes between Ricky and Vivian, and then Parker and Nadia just secretly vote with Ricky and Vivian, and Tina still votes with Verandi, but knows the plan. So yeah. I think they should have done that, instead of just being like, oh yeah, us four, and I can easily just bring in Tina, because it's like, why Tina out of the four? Because that'd be my first thing. It's like, that's the first thing I think of. It's like, why out of those four would you bring over Tina? Is it because you know her? Is it you think she's on the bottom? Etc. Etc. Now we yeah. know like it's their friends. Um, maybe go to dinner in places that like aren't common in the area. I don't know if this place is a common uh, meetup spot. So I think you're exactly right. The strategy is to say like, okay, we need a fifth. We're in tribe of eight. We need five. I'll do some. I'll do some surveying. You know, like she's got to go reach out, go talk to the Verandi members, and maybe say, oh, I get a good vibe from. My advice is always add another person in the mix. If you if you are like friends with someone or you know someone, say, oh, I'm good with Lee and Shane. You know, like add a second add a person. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to sort of cover that like you are looking at multiple people and then, oh, well, you know what? I got a good vibe back from Tina. So, you know what? Let's add her in. Yeah, it was way too soon. You're absolutely right. Um, do you think that they should have gone with the tactic that they talked about a little bit, which was, lying about their friendship saying that they were ex-friends because i actually think this is a very interesting concept that would probably sort of spin out of control had they got caught hanging out together but what do you think lee about the idea of, of like pretending to be in a fight with somebody to save face um well we did kind of see something similar in survivor boston beacon hill with molly and tony being like former friends and they actually did not hate each other and that did not work <laughs> Molly and Tony, I forgot about them. Yeah, um, or Molly kept saying like, "Yeah, me and Tony don't get along, but work with him." <laughs> so, messy, messy. I think 
yeah, maybe just be like, yeah, we knew of each other. Or just be like, yeah, we knew of each other. We weren't that close. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, we have like, we know of each other, but we don't know each other. Yeah, you got you got to create that mutual friend. It reminds me also a lot of, um, like, remember Cooper and Leia got in like kind of, they got kind of caught being friends, but they did a lot to cover their tracks. So I think it, it they didn't get caught right away, if I remember no. correctly. No, it took a while before they got caught. Yeah, you you, you kind of got to cover up your um, friends. Yeah, exactly. You got to cover up that your friendships with people. Um, yeah, people really need to take the Thal Trotsky strategy. Just like delete pictures of any with these people. Yes, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. Like get rid of any proof that you're friends with somebody. Yes, I do not know these person yet. We happen to have the same first name, and we both have a T surname. I didn't really need to whoever cast it's Michigan one. How did that happen? I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was for some great drama. Because also, I think the roommate thing is double-sided. We know it's a double-edged sword, and we see it here. Like, they're not that they're roommates, but just, like, the friendship is, like, such a double-edged sword. And yeah. obviously, with Ricky and Joe, I think the same thing kind of happens, where people find out, like, oh, they know each other, and then it becomes, they know each other? And the wheels start turning. Um Let's talk about Parker for just a second. Oh, do we have to? We have to. Okay. Um, I think that it's really funny when people on Survivor can't see past their own self-interest. Parker is convinced that he is always telling the truth, and how dare you question that he might not be. Now, maybe Parker did accidentally lie. We know he did. But I love that he cannot go outside of himself to say, maybe I did accidentally lie. Let me apologize for that. And, and Vivian knows it. Vivian has a great read on Parker, too. I mean, like, what did you think? <laughs> it's just the lack of self-awareness with this lad. It's like, this lad. <laughs> like, you, I don't, he probably has not, he's clearly never seen the show and yeah. just believes you can't it's not even like hiding the truth is also technically lying so if he's like one of those people being like i didn't lie i just didn't tell the truth it's the same thing yeah it it reminds me of like people who have religions where they say no sex before marriage and they say well i tried i tried this thing and then yeah i I did the loophole yeah i did the loophole i was like um that's called a loophole that's you skirting the rules Yes, and the literal act. Literally. <laughs> if you're under 18, do not look it up. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think that Parker's blow up at Tribal is, like, I've, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody lose the game so fast. Um, and oh, I he lost that- it the second we heard Shane say, he goes on with saying, I don't lie. It's immediately like, oh, so this guy definitely doesn't win. Because there, there's just something about, like, you don't need to, if you're honest, you don't need to proclaim your honesty constantly, and you don't need to get defensive about it. The proof will be there. You will be honest. But Parker has demonstrated a couple times now that he is lying, and people don't really care. It reminds me a lot of um, the, what I call, like the, like, the Angelina complex, where, like, a character could win, and then they just do something where oh, nobody sees them as, like, a viable threat anymore. I think it was when, like, Angelina tried to get Natalie's jacket. Like, it's one of those things where you just see how transparent somebody is. And you're like, oh. Oh. 
you're, I know you, I got you. And Vivian has Parker clocked. Like she knows exactly what's going on with him. And she's lying by omission the same way to, to make him feel better. It's genius from Vivian. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, you lie to your friend just to make them feel better. Exactly. Um, when you think about it on the Verandi tribe, who could stand up to Ale and Xavier? Because I do think that Abby's spunky. I think that I think she's got a lot going on. Abby is the only option. It's literally only Abby. Everybody else is too meek, too in their head, or too I want to play in the background. None of them. It's literally only Abby. Yeah, I think that in Survivor, in College Survivor, when you have the time to like build a relationship and really take stock of the tribe that you're in, it's a good thing to get out the power alliance as soon as you can. I don't think that Tina and Nadia were the power alliance, but sure, you could say for Ricky's sake, maybe it's a good idea to get them out. When really the power alliance in some ways is Ricky and Vivian. Um, or certainly it's it's Vivian and whoever it's Vivian. With. Yeah, it's Vivian. <laughs> she doesn't even need a second. But in this case, on Brandy, it's Ale and Xavier because they're so confident. And you need to match that confidence if you want to contend against them. And I think that you should be trying to vote out Ale and Xavier if you're if you're anybody else in that tribe. Yeah, definitely. Ale and Xavier, if they're gone, then that tribe will just go into pandemonium. And I think Abby is the only person that could make it happen. So who do you think is going next? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to give myself a pound of box saying last episode, I'm pretty sure Verandi will be going next. I just didn't know which one. I was right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it when I'm right. Um, it's very, now it's kind of hard to diff, I was going to say difficultize. Um, that's not a word. No, uh, it's hard. <laughs> Um, I think definitely New Verandi will be losing the next challenge, so I think it's somebody from that group, mm. because um, he's, Shane said there'd be less chaos next episode, and if that tribe loses, it's probably not going to be that much. So with that being said, probably Judenique, since everybody's still scared of her over nothing. Over nothing, over nothing. And maybe Judenique is trying to clear her name, you know, that's what her attempts at the Puppet Master are. Yeah, she's trying to like help the tribe be like, oh guys, you should keep me. Like I'm getting closer to who the puppet master is. <laughs> so I'm so close. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's only gonna be Jude Neek next week. Like I can't really think of anyone else. If Zaman somehow does lose, I don't know how it's not gonna be a chaotic episode. Mm-hmm. I guess if it's Zaman loses and it's a non-chaotic episode, then I'm guessing either Haley goes. Runjin goes, or it's just like Parker spirals into a point where it's like, just, it's obvious he's leaving. Yeah, or even I, I could see, like, I could see Ricky going, and I only say that because I think that Ricky has kind of sabotaged his Himself. place in things, but I also agree with you that, like, maybe Parker really sort of made a fool out of himself in this episode to the point where he can't really recover, you know? Yeah, I think people will be getting tired of this, of his whole I'm honest, Stick, and it's just like, okay, you can be honest outside this game. <laughs> yeah, because also in Survivor, nobody cares if you're honest. Like, they care if you're an honest ally, but, like, nobody's going to, like, you know, hold, hold you to the moral standard of, like, what you're doing, you know? Like, it's just, it that doesn't matter. As long as you vote with me, I don't really care. Um, 
I hope, I kind of hope that, um, that Vivian exploits that a little bit more, you know, <laughs> she's so good. Vivian really was a star of this episode. Can we just talk about like her ninja look in that challenge? Because we oh, never talked oh, yeah. about the challenge at all. We haven't. Let's please. One of my favorite Scotty Survivor is making College Survivor great again by bringing back the the scavenger hunt. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She's like head to toe look like a proper fan from China. Shoes that she wore when she was in like a kung fu temple. She's so cool. I know that all those details about her life. I was like. I was like, girl, tell me more. Like, what's going on? Somebody give this girl her own show. Exactly, exactly. Like, I would watch hours of, like, just Vivian telling us about her adventures. (laughs) MTV, the life of Vivian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really liked um, Abby dressing up for class as Andrew (laughs) Carnegie. I thought that was a very funny costume from her end. (laughs) Great Um, on Abby. I'd never be able to do that. Um, No, I'd All these... These poor straight lads and the Carly Rae Jepsen dance. Oh yeah! Oh my God! I was gonna make a pyramid of people. All right, let me cut. Let me let me look at the clip again because like I like it was. We're gonna do the dance moms pyramid. Okay. <laughs> so on the bottom, we have Parker. Two left feet. Sorry, can't dance. Uh, and can't. also Nikhil can't dance. Can't dance. No, can't dance. Um, let me just get to the other tribe because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, in the Xavier. second tier, yeah, uh, second from the bottom, um, we have uh, Xavier and Ale and Henry. They're trying, yeah, but they don't really know what they're doing. No. Um, you also have uh, <laughs> Tina, also trying her best, but you know she's not really putting her all into it. She's trying. She's trying. Uh, 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 next on the pyramid, we have uh, we have Valen and we have Haley. Actually, not not Haley. We have Valen, and we have. Uh, <laughs> I'm just watching the video again. It's so bad. How it's so funny how bad they are. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we have Haley, and we have Vivian, uh, and we have Valen. They're trying. They're there, but they're not. The moves aren't yeah. exactly correct. Um, yeah. and you can see there. where they're going. Right. You can see that this is a dance. Yeah. Um, up next, we have. Uh, <laughs> Nadia, who I think is doing a fine job, and Haley, I would bump her up to that level. They're they're pulling it through. Um, and on the top of the pyramid, I have Ethan, Judanique, and Runjan. Serves trying their absolute damnedest to make this dance happen. The leaders of the pack, the Maddie on the top of the dance moms pyramid, they really tried their best. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's like you can tell, like all those people that you named at the bottom, there's a reason why they were in the back row. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I I was surprised by how much Verandi won this by. It was like 60-something points, which was crazy. Yeah, I mean, the episode title does give away who um, wins this challenge if you paid attention to the trailer. Yeah, I mean, also, if you just know anything about Parker, like... That too. <laughs> you, you can kind of take a guess. Um, but yeah, I was shocked by how much they won by... Um, but this is this is one of those challenges where it's all about competitiveness. So you yeah. know that like Ale was not going easy on it. Yeah, we I get the whole confidence thing, and it is funny. It is. But when you hear the same thing in the in like seven different confessionals, like we get it, mate. Move on. Well, you know, 
the, the people are riding high on the survivor success, but but don't let that distract you from what's upcoming. You know, like don't yeah. lose sight of what's coming down the line. Yeah, I'm just making those comparisons. Like when you mentioned uh, Survivor Maryland guys, and I was like, yeah, this definitely gives like early Survivor Maryland male player. Oh yeah, like the Lacombs, like the Evans of the world, like you know, it, it, yeah. and it's not why, but you know, those yeah. players are good at Survivor, but they always have a downfall. Well, and good is subjective. <laughs> like I said in my winners ranking video, it was like filmed a long time ago, so I wasn't woke yet. <laughs> But I also think that, like, they always have a downfall because they just sort of get too ahead of themselves. And so what, I would, what I would say is, fail. keep a cool head, you know? Yeah. Calm. Um, I also just wanted to mention that Junique and Runjan both look great with their dyed hair. Uh, I thought that was fun. Um, Next scavenger hunt, dye your hair permanently. I don't know if they're allowed to do that, but I do it. <laughs> Yeah, just screw. I mean, that is a fun excuse, although I don't think I would do a very good job. Um, I, 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 don't I go out and get somebody else to do it. Like, is there anybody doing a hairdressing course in this college? Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also really liked the punching bag one. Oh, Tina was so hilarious in this. So funny. I couldn't exactly tell. I'm looking at it right now. Is it Nadia that she printed a photo of? Yeah, she says Nadia, and I'm pretty sure Nadia is filming it. <laughs> Uh, this is why you cast roommates, you know, because they're they're always goofing sometimes on each other. it works out. Not every time you cast roommates, it's going to be a major conflict situation. Yes, I also did enjoy the um the one where they were going through uh, dancing to happy. Like I hate that song. I I I thought it was like a cute little like oh just like yeah the it was fun yeah I just hate the song. I know. Um, yeah, and then I was Joe... sick. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, we, we would be we would be remiss if we didn't mention Joe's twerking. Oh God! <laughs> it was Joe. I thought it was great. Good for you. Best thing Joe did all episode. <laughs> Best thing Joe did all season. Oh no, RIP Joe. Um, I mean this this was such a funny episode. Um, but I have a prediction that next week, Brandy's gonna go to tribal council. And I think Ayla and Xavier are going to try and make a big move that will have zero repercussions. It's going to it's gonna be like the Dale and Jackson in the Aliza boat. You know, it's going to be like, oh, hey, you guys remember when they <laughs> fucking blindsided the shit out of Aliza? No? Okay, moving on. Like, you know, it's going to be one of those things. No, I think it's more going to be like, they're going to keep saying, this is a big move, this is a big move. And it really isn't. Like, they're going to be hyping up, <laughs> like, yeah, Judenique has to go. She's such a threat. She has an idol, yada, yada, yada. She hates us because we vote off her roommate. When in actuality, it's like, this does nothing to the game. It's just like, okay, yeah, move on. Next person, next episode. Mm. But they're so going to hype it up and be like, oh, who do I... I'm trying to think. There's some Survivor player I know that did that in their season. It might be an MC season, so nobody's going to know the reference. Huh. Um, <laughs> Lee, who do you want to win most right now? Like, winner I'm still rooting. <laughs> okay, other than Vivian, because she's the winner pick, obviously. Um, I think it'd be fun to see Abby win. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Tina winning would be hilarious. That'd be great. So uh, those are kind of like my top three. Who's? Oh, yeah, I was going to say who's on the other tribe, but I just said Abby. Uh, Nadia would be fun to see win. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with that. I'm curious. The people that I'm I'm hoping to see more of next episode are Runjin and Ethan. 
those are the two people where like I think it's kind of make or break or like are you interesting are you a character or not let's like yeah. let's start filming some more confessionals I want to see it I'm intrigued you know yeah. thanks uh Ethan is not as annoying as I thought he was going to be this season so that's good and I think those headphones he was wearing I think I have a pair just like those <laughs> you guys are twins oh my god oh god that's terrifying <laughs> well you just gotta start doing this more um Guys, Lee, I don't have really anything else to talk about. This was a fantastic episode. I mean, I'm telling people to watch Scottish Survivor all over the place. I don't know about you. Um, I can't wait for next week. It's literally going to be tomorrow, so next week, you know. Well, Wednesday for me. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Lee, I want to know what else you are doing on the Live Reality Games Network. You are out and about. What is going on with you? Well, tomorrow I'm actually going to be doing a recap of the final five slash four part one of Survivor Syracuse Heroes versus Villains with Ooh. the best player to never win, Madison. And I might also be doing the upcoming Challenge All-Stars 3 with Nathan at some point, hopefully. And I'll probably just be begging to do any called Survivor that I watch for the coming future. Might be doing Michigan, who knows? So Michigan stuff is definitely on the way. I got to talk to the group about it, but we are ready to kick into high gear. Look, I DM'd Ian and I said, when is Survive Michigan coming out? And he said, fall. And I said, any more specific? And he said, no. And I said, okay, all right. Well, Can you give rush. us a month? Yeah, we're not going to rush things. So keep okay. your eyes peeled for some Survive Michigan content. Um, thank you for listening and watching. I'm, I'm going to run through a whole spiel. If you are a fan of live reality games, come subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube live reality games right subscribe to our podcast so if you don't have time to watch the youtube video listen to the audio i am working tirelessly to update our backlog so please uh let it not all be in vain leave us a five-star review on itunes tell everybody your favorite podcaster your favorite podcast your favorite game check out all the cool stuff that's coming up we have the lrg casting group which is featuring games that are casting like my game survivor new york is casting or outlast a new charity survivor game is casting there's a ton of stuff that's happening right now in the live reality game community before the summer hits so stay tuned and stay involved and most importantly join us on facebook instagram and twitter and twitch where you can watch along with us each week as we break through uh break down all of the not only live reality games content but the real Survivor content, the real Amazing Race content, Big Brother stuff. We are here to talk about reality TV. So join us, won't you? Yeah. This week on the Survivor recap is Survivor New York. So why not tune in? Um, but most importantly, go support Scotty Survivor. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube subscriptions and comments are the some of the most important metrics for getting more views. And these guys have worked so hard and they deserve it. So leave a comment, give it a like, tell your friends, and join us on the Discord. Lee and I chatting on the Survivor subreddit Discord about Scotty Survivor. And if you're at Survivor Know-It-Alls, I don't know, anyone who's listening, I will be there. So come say hi to me. All right. And I'll be Lee. there to correct you. <laughs> Lee, thank you so much for being here. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with Miss Erin as well as the hosts. So until then, see you guys and uh, subscribe. You know? Bye. Bye.